it is now time to reserve all judgment. <laughs> Not me, but Aaron. Because have you seen this movie? You said you saw it a while ago, yeah, right? I saw it, but it doesn't really mean much. You don't really remember it? Not really. All right. Well, since uh, you will be watching this as a with fresh, adult, newly birthday eyes. Yes. Because it was your birthday a couple of days ago. It was. You can now judge this movie as objectively as you can. And I, too, will try and be objective because it's been a long while since I've seen it. I may uh, enjoy it or I may not. I may hate it less than I do. There you go. Or I may uh, just not enjoy it uh, once again. I may enjoy it. I may, I may, I may not enjoy words, it at all. Words are hard. I may not enjoy it at all. <laughs> um, but I do know from the last time I saw this movie, I don't think the movie's that good overall. But I do think it has some really, really good moments, and that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, do you have any uh, expectations? I think I. Rem- I suggest you keep them low. But go ahead. I remember um, being really confused when I watched it the first time. Okay. Well. I think it's kind of straightforward, um, so maybe now I don't think you, you will be from the last time you saw it, which this movie was released in 1999, I believe. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. right. Yep, or 98, yeah, I think it was 99. So, uh, all right, here we go. So, we're, um, this is obviously the intro, I can't believe I'm explaining the intro, but um, the next time you hear us, the movie's going to be over. So you're just going to hear the, the credits, and we're going to go right into the review. And at the end of this podcast, as a bonus, you're going to hear our commentary about the movie. Now, that doesn't mean the, the, the whole movie's going to run. It's just going to be the times that we, that we uh, have commented on the movie or genuine uh, outbursts of whatever kinds of information or thoughts pop in our heads. So, without further ado, we will speak to you after the movie. Bye. Bye. I mean, hello, then see you soon. Right. So there you have it. So what did you think? You have watched the infamous episode one. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, same for me. There, there were, of course, some very cringeworthy moments, especially with Jar Jar Binks, but I think my biggest problem with it was just the pacing of it. There was a lot... I found it slow at some parts. There was a lot of the movie that could have been cut out. Like, the pod racing scene could have been way shorter. Yeah. Um, The the scenes on Tatooine could have been way shorter. It just... It slowed the movie down to just to try to get to where we wanted it to go. Yeah. Um, Anything with the Gungans could have been... Jar Jar, especially, could have been completely cut out. I wish. Um, Anything with the Gungans and the battle droid, that scene could have been cut out. Um, there, oh God, what, uh, Topher Grace from That 70s Show mm-hmm. actually was learning editing, and he made what's called a phantom edit. I think he called it the phantom oh, wow. edit, where he, um, I think he cut down, he either cut down episode one or did the whole prequel trilogy. Really? But, uh, or no, there's something called the phantom edit where it cuts out all of Jar Jar, and if you can try and watch it I vaguely remember hearing about that now, Yeah. you say it. Yep. So, but, um... So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't completely awful. You know, I've seen worse movies. You know, um, there were some great moments, like the the um, 
even though it kind of looks dated now, uh, just the lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Maul, I thought technically was really good, but you didn't really... There wasn't too much motivation. I mean, I understood the motivation behind the characters, but it wasn't fleshed out enough to where the technique was great in the lightsaber fight, but there wasn't as much emotion as, say, like Luke against Vader in Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, or even the lightsaber fights in um, in in the new trilogy. There was emotion behind them as, as well as technique. There's also a lot more dialogue. I feel like if the... Um, what was the Sith guy's name? Darth Maul. Darth Maul, that's right. Um, like, it, I, I, would fi- I found that I was surprised that he didn't say anything to um, Obi-Wan. Like, oh, you're going to let the darkness take you over now that you're upset about your friend and whatever, you know? <laughs> like, that would have happened in the newer ones, but not in this one. Yeah, well, they... I think... Lucas made the choice, and I understand that they wanted Maul to be, like, the silent menacing type. But they're in the novelization, I believe, and even in the the original screenplay, but it was cut out, Maul had a line where, you know, Obi-Wan was anxious to get to Maul after Qui-Gon died, and then Maul kind of taunted him and and said something about, like, oh, uh, you're going to be next, or... So there was a a little more dialogue in that, but... And giving more Maul more dialogue um, would have fleshed out his character maybe a little more and given him a little more personality. But I didn't mind that he was mysterious, which I wish he wouldn't have died in episode one. Well, I mean, okay, this is a spoiler alert for Star Wars Rebels. So if you don't know anything about Star Wars Rebels, do not listen for like the next couple of minutes. But Maul actually didn't die in episode one. We were led to believe that he died, and it wasn't until, you know, whatever, 15 years later in Star Wars Rebels that he actually survived the fall, and he ended up having these mechanical legs. And so mentally he was a little crazy. And there was a whole storyline with Maul, and he had a brother, and he wanted revenge against... um, against uh, Darth Sidious, his old master, and he went up against him. And that then, was the guy in the hood, right? Yeah, Darth Sidious was the guy in, in okay. the hood, the master of Darth Maul. And isn't that the same guy that was in charge of Vader later? I'm not saying anything. Because he looks like it's him, and that's why I thought it was him. Right. I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I'm not saying anything. Okay. But, um, so, make a really long story short... Darth Maul and Obi-Wan, and this is all in the canon, so this is all acceptable, because they had a a comic book about... They also had in the comics that Darth Maul survived, but it's no longer canon. It's, it's, It's what's called legend. But Darth Maul survived... Ended up going to Tatooine because he found Obi-Wan to exact his revenge on Obi-Wan. And Uncle Owen ended up killing Darth Maul with a, with a rifle. Like, Obi-Wan and Maul were about to fight, or they were fighting, and, Maul, and Uncle Owen killed him and then told Obi-Wan, I never want to see you again. You Because Luke was a little boy at this time. He said, I want you nowhere near my nephew because all you bring is trouble. And that's when Obi-Wan started to keep his distance away from Luke. So it was a really good story in the comic book. And in Star Wars Rebels, they did a really good job bringing Maul back because they gave him more personality. But, again, he was really, really messed up, really messed up due to everything he went through. But they showed it was Maul found Obi-Wan again. Or not again. He found him. And they had one last fight. So right before they fight, you're expecting this, you know, just like it was in Episode 1, this epic battle that's going to go just show them flying all over the place. 
But all it was, it maybe lasted three seconds. And it was kind of like a samurai duel. And it was incredible. Like, the way they did it was incredible. Was it, it was a video? Or? No, it was the cartoon. It was the cartoon. Oh, Rebels. right. Okay. Yeah. So... So anyway, and then I, I read the Darth Maul, Maul books, which fleshed out Maul even more, and it actually it made him scary, and it showed how scary Darth Sidious was. So I know there were some fan theories where in Episode 2 there's another Sith Lord, but people are saying that there was no need for that other Sith Lord. They wish Maul just would have survived in that to bring the character out more. There was already a history with Maul and Obi-Wan. Right, it right, been, yeah. It would have been better. Um, so, But that being said, I thought Maul was really good. The look of the movie, I think, aged a little bit where it's a little – it's too digital. And I think Lucas relied more on digital than organic, whereas in the original trilogy relied more on organic than special effects, which yeah. I think the original trilogy holds out more. Um, so what do you think stood out for you in episode one? Uh, what did you like about it? I mean, I like the backstory somewhat, you know, with, um, with Padme and okay. um, Anakin, and that was very sweet and whatever. Um, for some reason, I had it in my head that Anakin's mother died tragically when he, when he was leaving. I don't know why. Oh. Um, I just made that up in my head, apparently. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had a dream about it or something. Um, All right, we're a dead air. I'm thinking. Um, I think that the the idea of a virgin birth was a little ridiculous. Yes, but I can understand like making him seem like the chosen one. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's just yeah, it's a little a little heavy handed with that. What did you think about the midi chlorians? The science as a science the person, I liked the scienceiness of it. Instead of it just being this mystical magical force in the world, blah, right? Blah, blah. Like I liked there being like a molecular tangibility to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I I would rather the force be a little more mysterious, but it was I mean it still is mysterious, you know. How do little molecules somehow make you able to do things? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that big a deal. I, I know people were really mad when when Lucas did that, well, but I didn't get over it. I didn't find a big deal with that. Um what you think of Jar Jar? I fucking wish he would die. I hate him so much. He took me out of the movie so many times because every time he would do something stupid that people thought would be funny, I was totally just taken out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was like child's humor that Lucas wanted to put in. And Lucas is, Lucas's excuse was, well, this is a kid's movie. They've always been kid's movies, which part of me understands. But, you know, you can make a kid's movie that doesn't make the adults want to strangle something, you know? Did your nephew like Jar Jar? <sighs> I don't remember him liking Jar Jar that much, and I, I'm trying to think, because he saw the original trilogy first, and then he saw the prequel trilogy, um, and then he's, he, you know, he's also a fan of the internet, and, you know, he goes on the internet, and, you know, he might, maybe he's influenced a little bit. A lot. Uh, what the internet thinks, but um, I don't know, he was he's not that big a fan of Jar Jar now, he's 10, um, so... But I remember my dad's friend's kids loving Jar Jar. And this kid who I'm thinking of was maybe five or six when this came out. And he loved Jar Jar. That's about loved appropriate. Him. But yeah, it is about appropriate. <laughs> You're older than that and you don't like him anymore. Yeah, when my, nep- my nephew was introduced to Star Wars, I think he was like s- five, 
maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he hated Jar Jar, but the older he got, I think the, le- the less he liked Jar Jar. But my nephew loves the Porgs, but again, the Porgs weren't insulting. They're adorable. Exactly. How can you not like the Porgs? Yeah. Yeah, you are you are a terrible person if you don't like the Porgs. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think of the... So you didn't like Jar Jar. Um did Jar Jar got a lot of criticism when this movie came out because they because the critics of Jar Jar found him racist. They they found him as a stereotypical Caribbean black person or a stereotypical like you know like the step and fetch it uh, you know what the step and fetch it was. He's a yeah. character played by a a black man in I think maybe the twenties twenties or thirties and he came off as like. The Someone typical portrayal of black men. Or just yeah. that kind right. of thing. Yeah. I remember Bill Maher, when he had Politically Incorrect, when, when this movie came out, he spoke about this, and he says, George R. Binksy, he's like, step and fetch it. So they kind of made him, like, this goofy, and, and people equated him as a black man, just from, yeah. like, the, the kind of voice that he put on, and just made him the goofy, bumbling mm-hmm. kind of black guy. Even so, his ear fin things remind me of dreads. Yeah, that, yeah, that like was a another. Lot. Yeah, that was another criticism. Yeah, of, yeah, and just the way that he spoke and the way that he moved. Um, and the actor who played Jar Jar is a black man, Ahmed Best, and he, Ahmed Best himself came up with the voice. He wasn't. I don't think he was directed on. I think it was Ahmed Ahmed Best's idea for this kind of voice. Again, that's unfortunate. Best didn't have this final approval, but I believe it was Best who you know came up with this whole thing. So I don't think Lucas, you know. I don't think he's anti-Asian. I think the Nemodians were, you know, like the mustache-twirling kind of bad guy character that maybe Lucas grew up watching. Or, you know, Jar Jar Binks. I don't think Lucas meant to be any meant to be a kind of racist. Lucas, in his naivete, probably thought, oh, well, I'm just going to make him a bumbling guy. Maybe not consciously thinking. Or um, even the... Um, uh, yeah, the Modians, the Modians, the Gungans. Oh, and, and Watto. Yeah. Uh, there was people thought, oh, because Watto has a big nose, he's a Jewish stereotype, and all he cares about is money is a Jewish stereotype. And people equated Watto's accent to being, you know, like uh, like uh, the Jewish guy, you know, trying to sell you stuff in the you know this kind of way. And but I, don't, I, 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 part I, of me thinks that those people had that stereotype in their mind of Jewish people and then projected it onto him. Right, right. I mean, and, and I think Watto's accent was more like... Italian. Italian, Italian yeah. more like... Yeah, yeah, an Just Italian the cadence English, and the, yeah. um, the flexion. Like, oh, only yeah. a man. Like, come on to the store and only a man. You know, I, I'm, my mom's from Italy, so I grew up and my, you know, my mom's side... They're from Italy, too, so I grew up I grew up listening to this kind of accent, you know? So I always thought of Jar Jar, I mean Jar Jar, uh, Watto as Italian. But then yeah. when, I, when I was younger and the movie came out, I started reading. I never, never equated the Jewish stereotype to him. And for the record, the dad's side, of my, my dad's side is, is Russian, and we might be Polish, too. I don't know, but my, my dad's side is Jewish. So uh, there's, I guess... He has experience on both sides. I have experience on both sides. And he sides. falls on the guy's Italian. Yes. Yeah, I so, mean, I kind of um, feel that way, too. And I, and I mean, also, the Italian mobsters, like... This guy was kind of shady. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't and... mobster shady, but yeah, it was shady. Yeah, just a d- degenerate. Not to say that Italians are degenerate. Absolutely not. No. Um, 
And what did you think? Now, there was really only, well, two prominent women roles in this. There was Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's mother, and Queen Amidala slash Padme. How do you think... And the, they were the only two. Well, no, in the opening in the opening scene, there was that lady I'm that talking, was flying the thing. I'm only shushing Aaron because my landlords go to sleep like really early, so yeah. our loud voices don't want to wake them. Um, no, well, prominent female true character, that, true that. characters. So um, you had Shmi and you had Padme. What'd you think of them? Well, you didn't really know much about Shmi, like no. So, yeah, but Padme was pretty cool. I feel like she's a little bit too passive. Mm, really? You thought in she the was beginning, in right. the beginning. Um, but then she started to, you know. Because as soon as they started doing stuff, she should have like put her foot down. Started who started doing stuff? As soon as the Trade Federation started messing with her planet or whatever it was. Right, right. I think well, she, I think she tried the diplomatic route first. Yeah. And then when the diplomatic route didn't work, she went, you know, to the much to the chagrin of Senator Palpatine. Uh, she went, you know, to. To fight back physically. Yeah. Um, so anything else stand out to you? Who was that guy that ended up becoming elected? Senator Palpatine. That was Senator Palpatine. Yeah. He is totally, as soon as he suggested the whole shaking up the Senate, getting that guy thrown out thing, I knew that he's in there as a puppet mm-hmm. for whoever the fuck that guy in the hood Darth was. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. Yeah. Um, he's totally his puppet, and Darth Sidious mm. is just trying to shake things up and get himself into it so oh. that he can take over. All right. Well, I know that's what goes, my, I know what goes my, uh, on. Theory. You still have episodes two and three to watch yeah. and see what happens. Right. So, yeah. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a while since I've watched episode one. And, you know, you, you watch the internet and you read stuff and you go on YouTube and you talk to your friends about certain things. And, and you remember the movie one way, and then, then all of a sudden it's like – you hear people's opinions, and it's like, oh, okay, they have a point. But again, it's been a while since I've watched it. And by no means do I think it's this is a great movie, but by no means do I think it's a horrible, unwatchable movie. Right. I was able I've to watch it. <laughs> the, my biggest criticism, at least right now, was the pacing of the movie. It, right. it really could have been chopped down yeah, and, and cut a little bit. And the characters, I think, could have been combined. I don't think Qui-Gon even should have existed in this. I think it should have been Obi-Wan from the start. I don't know, because Obi-Wan was supposed to be... Young and fresh and not quite there yet, I think. I mean, I understand why they had Obi-Wan have a master, but I, I just didn't think Qui-Gon was necessary. It could have began, begun with Obi-Wan maybe finding Anakin, and at least you get, got, get to know Obi-Wan a little better from the start. But it's not that big a deal. I, I mean, I thought Qui-Gon was a good character. I mean, when I first saw the movie, I thought Liam Neeson was a little dry as Qui-Gon, but I guess now that I'm a little older, I can understand how stoic he was. But at the same time, he was such a rule-breaker, you know? So maybe he influenced Anakin in the way about, you don't have to listen to everything the council says. So... What did you think of Yoda in this? I didn't hear you react when you saw him. Did you he know that was really, Yoda? Yes, I know. Yeah. It was Yoda. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, he yeah. was just kind of here and there a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I know. I like. I noticed in myself. I was like, I'm not that excited about Yoda right now. I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah. Um, again, he didn't really do much. Yeah. Um, and what did you think of Samuel Jackson as Mace Windu? He looks so young. Oh my gosh. Well, this was like almost twenty years. I know, ago. but it's just amazing. Yeah. The same thing with. Uh, Natalie Portman. She looks so young. I think she was around 14 when the movie was came out. Was she really? Out. Yeah. It's, this movie took a while to make, I think. So she was Yeah, I know she's around young. my age. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I wish Samuel L. Jackson, I'm sure he 
got direction or he decided to play Mace Windu as more stoic, but I wish he would have put some Samuel Jackson personality. Yeah, he was a little boring. He was a little dry. Um, And what did you think of Jake Lloyd, who played Anakin? He was adorable. It's oh, so you sad. like Jake Lloyd? Yeah. It's so sad that he's going to be a bad guy. Who Anakin was? Oh, that's that's good. That at least you 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 have sympathy for the Anakin character. Most of the people hated Anakin, or they hated Jake Lloyd's performance. I didn't think Lloyd's Why? performance just the his delivery of the lines was kind of wooden. Um, not as good as say like a Haley Joel Osment in the Sixth Sense uh, performance. You know, a, a character like Anakin's really hard to play, especially at the beginning for a kid, because there's a lot of nuance in Anakin. You want to feel for Anakin, but at the same time, there's something hanging over him. But mm. then again, Lucas maybe wanted him to be innocent yeah. from the start. Um, I don't know. Jake Lloyd's line delivery seemed a little school play like a little bit, as yeah. opposed. And it listen, it's hard to be a kid, and it's hard to be an actor as a kid. It, I mean, you know, there, there's few child actors who can pull it off. Like Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense was great. Um, what's her face? Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire was incredible. Um, Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver when she was a kid. These are off the top of my head, but it's you know it's it's hard. It's 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 hard to do that. And Jake Lloyd, you know, as an adult. And, I mean, even as a kid, he was, like, taunted by other kids saying that he ruined Star Wars. He was treated really badly. Not to mention just being in the kid in the Hollywood system to begin with. Yeah. And then Jake got into trouble as an adult. He got arrested because he led cops on a high-speed chase and he resisted arrest. And then I believe his mother claimed that he was diagnosed as a schizophrenic. So he spent time in mental institutions. I don't know what he's up to now. I don't know if he's still in one because this was in 2015. But... After Star Wars, that was the last movie. I think he might have done one more thing, and but after that, it was like, or like I think maybe he did a little bit of the convention circuit to make some money. But after that, he just, you know, he stopped stopped acting and um, was very disillusioned by the business, uh, a business that can really tear someone up, especially if one is predisposed to to schizophrenia, and then just all the crap that comes with being a child actor. It just, you know. He just turned into into something not good. But I don't know where he is now. Um, Isn't that funny how he turned into something not good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but, funny, um, oh, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. It's just... He did bring that innocence to Anakin, but... I, I did, just didn't think his delivery was that good. And, you know, people criticize him, like, oh, I can't believe he said yippee. And, but it's like, that was Lucas who wrote those lines. He's you know? a kid. He's, He's supposed a kid. to say stuff like you know, that. He was like, he must have been six or seven when he did this, you know. So so you weren't you weren't that critical. You actually liked Jake Lloyd's performance. I just thought he was so damn cute yeah, that yeah. I couldn't really critique him very well. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of cute, I will now go into the story behind episode one and me. And I'll make this quick. But um, when I saw this movie, I was in college. I think I was it was my junior or senior year of college, and I was you know still a big Star Wars fan. You're not going to listen. You're just walking away. You're not going to listen. I'm literally going to pee on your futon. All right. I will wait till you get back. Just I can hear you talk. No, because I want you to react to it. God damn it! All right, she'll be back, and I'll be back. I'm stopping this right now. She is back. From the longest pee ever. It was so long it turned into a QRSTUV. Anyway, tell your story. <sighs> Where was I? Okay, so I was in like a junior or senior year of college when I saw this movie. And I was, you know, 
big Star Wars fan saw the original trilogy a bunch of times. But, you know, after, like, the early 90s, I kind of stopped watching Star Wars because I saw it so many times and I went on to other things. You know, I still always liked it, but it didn't really, you know, when my cousins were, were little at that age, they started watching Star Wars. So I watched it with them and, you know, and I liked it and everything. But so at the end of episode one, remember when I said that I kind of looked like Anakin mm-hmm. as a little kid? Yeah. For some reason, this triggered something in my brain to where I thought, wait, I look like Anakin. I can try out to be in episode two in the next movie. I want to be an actor. Nice. That's how my, that's, that, meanwhile, like, I'm five foot six. And Darth Vader, you know, Anakin Skywalker is well over six feet. So there was no, you know, possible way I could have played Anakin. But what this movie did, it it triggered, you know, I, I acted as a kid, you know, in school plays and I made my own movies. And then I kind of stopped because I, you know, said, oh, well, I have to be realistic. You know, I have to find a real job. I have to, you know, get a job somewhere. Um, and but what this movie did, it, it triggered something in me to where it's like, well, I want to be an actor. And after seeing episode one, I really got back into Star Wars. I started reading all what's now considered the Legends books. I started reading all the behind the scenes stuff. I started going on, you know, the early days of the internet and you know, well not the early days, it was yeah, it was yeah, kind of the early days, ninety-seven, and reading everything I could about Star Wars, um, reading all the books and all the character developments about it. Um and just kept going and going and going. And then when episode two and three came out, blah, 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 blah. But it was, and I just, I started acting professionally after I, I graduated college. You know, I went on the audition circuit. I had to bartend to make extra money, you know, supplement my income. And um, it acting is really who I am. It's it's a part of me. And um, and I just, I find, I find it pretty cool that if it wasn't, Star Wars triggering me. It was going to be something. It was something was bound, you know, was this desire was bound to come out. But the fact that, you know, this movie helped mold my childhood um, and then years later helped help mold my adulthood and then years later just sticks with me through, you know, my family and through my nephew and, and through everything else. It's just, it's been the one constant in my life. Um, so, Star Wars really means this much to me, even episode one. You know, just the influence it has on me is is quite profound. Wow, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, that's my episode one story. There you go. Yep. So, um, do you have anything else to say about episode one? Not really. Does it make you look forward to watching episode two? Um, maybe. Okay. Well, there you go. We will leave this on a maybe. Because I kind of already know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. No, I mean, I don't remember from watching the movies. I can just figure it out that, you know, my theory about the, the senator and all that other okay, stuff. Okay, then we will revisit Aaron's theory. So, um, and I will hope you will revisit this podcast. Please. And you can find me, Mike Lane, on Twitter. At Mike Lane Act. That's M I K E L A N E A C T on Twitter. Mike Lane Actor on Facebook. And please share and comment away. Where can people find you? Um, Where can I people find you, Aaron? You can find me on Twitter as well um, at E R U N U E V as in Victor. Oh. E Run Nuevo. Aaron Nuevo. On Twitter. 
All right, great. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, gal. Who? I tried to say y'all, but it didn't really work. <laughs> you say thanks, gal? I couldn't say if I want to say y'all or you guys, so it just kind of became more I work. thought maybe you were going to say thanks to Gal Gadot, who played Wonder Woman. But that she has nothing to do with yeah. this. So Stop thinking about your dream girl. I will thank her anyway. So thanks, gal, and thank you all for listening. Until next time, everyone, may the force be with you. Be with you. Oh, what'd you think of Anakin building <laughs> All right, Erin wants to go. I was going to ask her what she thinks of Anakin building 3PO, but I think she said that during the commentary. So I'm going to go. All right, bye, everyone. Well, regardless of how you feel about the movie, this will always be great. The John Williams fanfare. (laughs) I'm curious what you feel about this scrawl, if you find it intriguing. Just you have to realize the excitement seeing this movie in the movie theaters. It's like, oh, my God, a new Star Wars movie. I was dating someone who was a huge Star Wars fan, so he was so excited about this movie. All right, what do you think of the first paragraph? Turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems uh-huh. is in dispute. Gee, what does that remind you of? Yes, I know, but how does that make you feel as a moviegoer? Trade routes. Well, it's pretty appropriate for right now. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jedi will be dispatched. So who's the Supreme Chancellor? Is that I don't know. I'm not saying anything. No, is that the government that's in charge, or are these... The Supreme Chancellor is the head of the Galactic Republic. Okay, so at He's this like point, the president Jedis the... are accepted by the government. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, the Jedi are guardians of peace and justice. Okay. Or supposed to be. So, yeah, this takes place... I forgot the timeline. 30 years? 30 years before oh, okay. A New Hope. With all due respect. Oh, look, a woman. Like that villain, the Nimodian, his voice was criticized because people complained he sounded like a a stereotypical Asian. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So George Lucas named one of the Nimodians uh, Newt Gunray and the other one Lot Dodd. So Newt Gunray is after Newt Gingrich and Ronald Reagan, and the other one is after Trent Lott and Christopher Dodd. Got it. So he named the bad guys after politicians apparently he didn't like. That's the guy that ends up taking over, right? Huh? Yeah. I didn't realize the lightsaber could go through that much. Yeah. The negotiations were short. <laughs> There's that Obi-Wan humor. One of my favorite parts about these movies is all the flora and fauna that they create. Yep. It's good world building. Well, considering most of it's digital anyway. It's still nice to see all the creative details that they think of, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Jar Jar. Now they're acting to nothing. That's that's not easy. Yeah. Or the, the body is real, but the, the face isn't. So I think the actor had, you know, like a, a blue or a green nothing on him. And yeah. One of those like body suits with yeah. like the sensors to tell the animators yeah. where the body parts are. So the guy who played Jar Jar, his name is Ahmed Best, and he was in the show Stomp. And I think that's how he got cast, just from you know the way that he moved. And I believe the actor himself came up with the voice of Jar Jar Binks. And I don't, I don't blame the actor for the voice. It's the people who cast them said, "Hey, that's a good voice you have there," you know. Ahmed Best was probably just saying, hey, let, let me give this a try, but I wish there was someone to say, yeah, that may not be the best voice for him. 
But you see how Jar Jar turned and Obi-Wan ducked? He, like, Obi-Wan, but Ewan McGregor, meanwhile, ducked to nothing, you know? So there's a disconnect there when it, when it comes to acting against the digital character. Am I supposed to know what they're saying? Yeah, he's speaking English. No, I mean, am I missing something by not hearing them when you're talking? Oh, they're, they're hiding. They're going to uh, the Gungan City okay. to hide from the Trade Federation. Got it. Because Jar Jar knows of a, a secret place. Allegedly. Okie day. Instead of saying okay, he said okie day. Yes. I hate the way he speaks. I remember seeing this in the movie theater with my mom. My mom out loud said, oh my god, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. I mean, this is, again, 1997. The way digital technology was. This is one of the first movies to do this kind of thing. Looks a little outdated now, but it's not bad. No, it's cool. It reminds me of something. I want to say The Little Mermaid, but I'm not sure. Haha, yeah. <laughs> even your friends don't like you. Look at that, and they're perplexed by strangers. I find a lot of the creatures in here, especially the ocean ones that they just showed, they all seem very similar to, like, prehistoric, pre-mammalian, like, way back in the pre- you know, yep. like Jurassic Park era type animals. Yeah. Well, they draw their influences from something. Yeah. Like, this looks a little too much like a cartoon. I think it looks like, uh, like Morocco or something. Yeah, no, I mean, just like the actual sets, you know, this is just, like, all of this just looks like a cartoon. Mm. Whereas the the newer movies combine the digital and the, uh, the non-digital. How do you explain this invasion? Do you know where they filmed this? Okay. All over the place. Yeah. Uh, England, I think. Oh God, I think where the water that might have been Italy. Did they cast someone that looks like her, or do they do a double thing? Because I know that she, that's a double. Mm-hmm. Did she play both roles? Okay. I'm saying nothing. Was Sith another religion like Je- Jedi? Getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Possibly. I mean, I know, but I'm not telling you. Mm-hmm. Now, that character at the Wings, Watto, he was criticized because people thought it was, like, a Jewish stereotype. But when I first saw the movie, I thought, like, he had an Italian accent. Like, he was, like, a stereotypical, like, Italian trying to speak English. I think I could see that more, yeah. but who knows? It's the funny thing about stereotypes. People bend them the way they, yeah. you know? And his, like, long nose was criticized. People said, oh, he has, like, a long nose, like like Jewish people do. What are you thinking? Every time Jar Jar does something that I think they thought was funny, it's not funny. Yeah. I think Lucas was trying to appeal to little kids because it's he always called it a kid's movie. But you can still appeal to little kids and not make the adults angry. Right. A few containers of supplies. It's like the Barney syndrome. Like, why would they even bring him out? Come on, I'll show you Oh, shit. There was a comic book that uh, gave a good explanation why in Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett went to raise his gun to Chewbacca, who had C-3PO on his back, because C-3PO was blown apart, and Vader pulled the gun down. So people wondering is why didn't he let Boba Fett kill Chewbacca? So a comic book explained that, that Darth Vader remembered C-3PO, and that's why he moved the gun down. Now, Lucas didn't 
intend for that, I'm sure, because he probably didn't know he was going to make Vader or Anakin build C-3PO, but the way the comic did it was did a really good job doing that. Cool. Talk about not being subtle. Virgin birth. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Then Anakin turns out to be a very bad man. I guess the fact that Jar Jar dropped a tool inside of it doesn't really matter. I guess not. I do notice his inflection sound a bit Italian now. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Oh, why didn't you notice that the thing was broken? Drop of the hut. Sand people. Are you serious? How is that legal? I don't think they care about the rules too much. I know. I think the voice of the announcer is Greg Proops. Okay. He's a stand-up comedian. I think I The guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway, I think. Yeah. Sand people. I guess since that guy always wins, he has enough money to pay off all these uh, sand people to shoot at everyone. Either that or just sand people do it for fun. Yeah, but they don't shoot at the one guy. Yeah. Who also happens to be the only one carrying fucking bombs with him. You know? Yeah. You figure the other racers could have thought about that, too. I just think the only reason why he wins every time is because he's the biggest cheater. It's quite possible. But there are no rules. Yeah. But people have morals, I guess. good with this ship. I'm surprised he's never finished a race before. He seems really smart and like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yes. He died. Hooray! Yay! I really wish that guy had gotten bur burnt up when he crashed, though. Is he to the I wish I used the money to buy her. She sounds like an old, wise Irish mother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that's a French accent. Oh, is it? I don't know. Uh, she's Swedish. The actress is Swedish, oh, anyway. Okay. And your accent is much like my uncle's wife, but. Oh, I mean, that may not be her natural speaking yeah, voice. That guy must spend so much time in hair and makeup getting his yeah. face on. Yeah. And off. My troops are in position to begin searching the swamps for these rumored underwater villages. They will not stay hidden for long. <laughs> Sounds like I like a little nebbishy Brooklyn accent, that robot. <laughs> they will not stay on the water for long. These underwater villages. It sounds like your dream planet, one big city. Ugh. FYI, people keep trying to tell me to move into the city, and I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather die, thanks. Mm -hmm. At this point, I've become so adjustable that uh, I might be able to make it work. <laughs> And by adjustable, I meant to say adaptive. See, there's an E.T. There's oh, E.T. on the bottom left, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. So there's a lot of criticism that George Lucas put some science into the Force instead of making it this mystical energy field. Um, I don't really mind it that much because there's still magic to it, but I can understand the criticism for it. And the later Star Wars movies kind of took the midi-chlorians out of it and kind of made it brought it back to it being uh, mystical just like the original trilogy did okay yep 
but Lucas argues that it's 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 really just your blood. It's it's in you already. It's already determined. How does she have time to change? I know, right? I guess that's why she has so many handmaidens. Mm-hmm. It's all digital. Yeah, no kidding. Like all of it, and more cartoons. <clears throat> so you have cartoons against cartoons. So it's impenetrable to lasers, but someone could just walk through it. That's ridiculous. Can't R2 control it though? One would assume, unless he doesn't know the ship. I just feel like you should be able to use the force to push him over the edge. Yeah, but then the other Jedi can resist that yeah. with the force of their own. Like a caged tiger. I was just thinking like a lion in a cage. Good way to show the drastic differences between the good and the dark side. Yep. The way one's like angrily pacing and the other one's like meditating. Yep. Nothing can get to our Except the ship that just flew in. Yeah, seriously, how'd that happen? Aw, oh, his first kill. <laughs> wow, that powered everything? Yeah. The control ship has been destroyed. Well, that was dumb of them. Well. Stop looking at it, you're gonna let him know what you're doing. I feel like that was way too easy. It was a pretty long fight. He no, just, but I mean, like, shh. he didn't re- I mean, he didn't react when... I don't know. No. He took him by surprise, and yeah. Maul was overconfident. Maul was just kind of True that. standing there taunting him. Now, it goes to show, like, this is important, because Obi-Wan... What are you saying? Obi-Wan... <clears throat> Qui-Gon was the true believer. Right. In Anakin, Obi-Wan wasn't. Obi-Wan just made a promise. Yeah. To his dying, literally dying master. Looks like a giant penis. Yes. That must smell really, really bad. Mm. Human flesh does not smell good when it burns. I wouldn't, no. I would. I cook a lot. You cook humans? No, but I burn myself pretty bad. Huh. It didn't, like, Obi-Wan didn't have much experience when he started training Anakin. Yeah. Like, he just became uh-huh. a Jedi Knight. Exactly. They should have got somebody else to train him if they're going to do it. Yeah. He kind of, I kind of looked like Anakin when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with the brown spiky hair. Cool. So cool. Super cool. Thank you for calling me cool, Aaron. So, uh, and thank you for uh, listening to this all the way to the end. So, um, one more time, I'm just going to give some plugs. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at E-R-U-N-U-E-V-O. That's E-R-U-N-U-E-V-O. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Lane Act. That's M-I-K-E-L-A-N-E-A-C-T. Email me at MikeLaneAct at Yahoo.com. Please comment on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, anywhere where you listen to this podcast, and please review, please share. Um, Oh, and you can find me on Facebook at MikeLaneActor. So I think that's it, and once again, may the Force be with you.